Welcome back to another episode of Fight Hard, Love Much. So happy to have you here today. Hopefully you've had a wonderful week. Many of you have all started school lately. And so I I have been thinking of doing this topic for a few weeks. Um, But school, every time I hear school, my heart kind of pounds. And I have lots and lots of emotions that come through. School has... (laughs) over the last few years have really given me a lot of stress. So being the mom of kids, but so I wanted to share some, some thoughts about school and hopefully I don't just ramble my thoughts and opinions, but somehow maybe that's why I've had trouble getting it together is because my mind goes all over the place. I saw this, um, this post from a great writer she was writing about, and I'm sure many of you have seen it, but she was writing about high school and all of these thoughts about going into high school to how to make it great, how to help our kids, things to do. And they were all perfect. They were all awesome. They were all things that I would say, you know, you need to be involved, find something to be involved. It doesn't really matter what you do, whether it's student council, whether it's music, whether it's drama, whether it's art sports. Just find something to be involved in. Also, you know, to to not so much worry about the social media and not get in the drama and not take things so personally and to be involved and to to go to things. And, and if you're not invited, to invite others to you. They were all things that I would say and that I have said to my kids over the years. Problem is, they are really great things. And of course, we as parents and people who are out of high school know that. And we know what it means. And we know we want our kids to be involved. And to be on a sports team is a wonderful thing. It builds that team unity. It gives a chance to be to work hard and be part of something and be included in something. To be in a, a choir is, you know, can be this awesome thing that, that this choir class, you just bond and you know, student council, you're out there, you're in front of people, you, you're able to lead the school. And so there's lots of amazing opportunities out there. And that's what I always thought. And, and of course, I still always think that I, you know, deep down, I know that that would be the best is if my kids are involved, if they are active, if they're participating, how much greater success it is in high school and how they can develop such a greater self-esteem. Problem is, not all the kids do that. And not all the kids can emotionally and mentally. And and so I love this lady's post. I really did because I, I, I do believe all those things. But what about, sorry, because my first three kids, like I've said, and my, (laughs) our family dinner conversations are fun because my first three were involved in everything. They were the AP students. They were the smart in their class. They were involved in choir. They all did choir all four years. They all did sports or student council. They were, they were very involved in school and very active. And then Jake and Joe came along. And, and, you know, I hope you listen to their podcast to see where they were at. They came along. All they wanted to ever do was play basketball. Really, that's all they ever wanted to. They loved basketball. And they came in, tried out for the team. And like they said at the time, 
that was not their finest years of how they looked. I, as a mom, thought that they were still just cute, but they get mad at me that I never told them that they were chubby. And I didn't. I didn't ever tell them they were chubby. I told them they should stop eating Takis every single day, all day long. And so they tried out. And there was a, I think a new coach had come in or something like that. And they got cut from the team. And it was devastating. You know, some kids can come back. My older brother got cut from his sophomore team and he decided, I'm going to come back and I'm going to work hard all year. He is about five feet and he worked hard and he ended up making the varsity team the next two years. And he didn't even grow that much. Some kids can do that. But for Jake and Joe, it was just one more thing of we're not good enough. We don't feel good about ourselves. And they couldn't come out of that. And they didn't want to be in school. And they didn't want to do anything else. And they tried choir, which was a complete joke. And and you just saw them go down. And, and of course, me as a mom is like, you got to be involved. You got to be at school. You got to, you know, go to the party. Go do this. Go do that. And yeah, we know that's probably what they need. But they couldn't do it. And and same kind of with Sam. Sam was up and down. He did do the basketball the one year. He he was very up and down. Those suggestions are all perfect for that perfect student who is willing to do all that. But what about the ones who can't? Or who maybe be autistic, who might be slow, who might just not fit in very well. And so school in the last few years... Anytime school is mentioned, it gives me, I know it's a buzzword, but it gives me a lot of anxiety because I also now have Spence who for six years now has struggled every single day going to school and getting there and being in the class and and being accepted and learning and so many just not a, a good student in the sense of what a good student is. So I wanted to talk a little bit more about school and some of my thoughts about school. But, you know, when Jacob, Joe, and Sam were all at Westwood, the joke was that at five o'clock, the phone would ring and it would say, Good evening. This is Westwood High School calling to notify you that your child, Jacob Sharp, was absent from period two and three. Hello, this is Westwood High School calling to notify you that your son, Joseph Sharp, was absent from periods two and three. Hi, this is Westwood High School calling to notify you that your son, Samuel Sharp, was absent from two periods five and six. It went on every single day. I got a call for one or more periods. I don't that that they that they missed. Then you throw in Spence at Emerson was never in school. Or I guess we could even go when Allie was in school, there'd be Allie, Jake, and Joe, and then Sam was at Carson. I told him, and and my husband probably won't laugh at this, I said, but I could never have a secret life or do do anything like that because somebody is always home. There was always the door opening and somebody coming home. And, and I'm sure that my therapist would laugh and say, well, you need to stop that and you need to make them be at school. And and I probably did. I, I, I did. And believe me, there were days I just screamed in my bed because they would be home again. So school was not, um, has not been an easy road the last few years for us. And as I've had lots and lots of different opinions about it, I know most of them are 
could be drastic, could not be, maybe not popular. And, and first of all, let me say, this is nothing against teachers. And I love teachers. And we have had some incredible teachers for all of my kids over the years that have truly changed the person they are. Uh, wonderful teachers that are out there. And so I, I admire teachers. I know it is not an easy job. It is hard work. I am ve just very, very thankful for the teachers that are out there. And so this is not anything against the teachers. I think in general, for the most part, the school system is not geared toward most of the kids that are out here. And some of you may finish listening to this and say, well, then maybe you should do something about it. And I know I tell myself all the time I should do something about it. And then I remind myself just to keep my mouth shut. <laughs> the school system to me is totally broken. I watched it do great things for my older three who were very go-getters, very smart, very self-driven, if that's what you want to call it. And then I saw it fall apart for my last four. And it just did not fit them. And it still does not fit Spencer. And I, I, I don't have all the answers. I wish I did. I wish I had more answers, especially now. I think programs like the EVIT program, if you're in Arizona, where the kids can go and go to high school half day and then to this program and they can learn specialty trades. My daughter-in-law um, did cosmetology school. She graduated and she immediately started working and she is, she is very good at what she does. She is a great hairdresser and confident and that, you know, free schooling and to get this to come out of high school and be able to do exactly what she wants. So I think the EVIT program is something that is valuable to many kids and families. None of my kids took advantage of it, but I have heard wonderful things from it, and I've seen wonderful things happen from kids who have gone there. I wish there were more programs that geared toward finishing high school early, and I'm not talking about an exact amount of credits. I mean, Jake and Joe took jewelry, ceramics, and why because they needed a credit. And to me, that is just a waste. I wish they would offer. I know that they offered to Sam that if he worked so many hours at an outside job, because really that's all Sam wanted to do was to work, um, that he could get one credit. He could get up to one credit for so many hours, but he couldn't go past one credit. And I think, oh my goodness, there's so many kids who are who are working, maybe having to work to support their family or working because they actually enjoy working, why can't they? Why can't they use some of those hours for more credits? Why do we have to make them take jewelry or ceramics in order to graduate? So I know this is very, probably a very unpopular opinion, and I think that, the, that kids need to learn lots of things, but does everybody need to learn calculus? because I sure heck don't. Does everybody need to learn? Okay, English, yes, but I still, I was, I'm still the worst at English, and you will never see me writing a book unless somebody actually just writes it for me, because I could never get above a C in English, ever, even when I wrote Jake and Joe's papers in eighth grade for them. I still only got a C. There are so many things out there that some kids are just never going to use. So can we do something to help them succeed in learning 
but not make school so completely miserable all the time. I know I looked into even Sam getting a GED early just so he would be done and so that he could go go do whatever, you know, go work. Go. <laughs> Thing is, is we had such great, Sam had ambitions. He we, we figured he would be the millionaire in the family because he was such a smooth talker that he would either be a politician or a salesman because he could get whatever he wanted. He would have been a great businessman. And, and I wish he would have been able to just go and fly and not worry about taking jewelry or getting an A in ceramics. And so I wish, you know, that. but the GED, you can't get it until you're 18. You can't even try for it until you're 18. And I think, why can't we change that? Can't we, like, lower the age? So kids who just want to be done and, and to move on and get on with the world, can we not do that? Can we not take elementary school? I, every time I turn around, I see second graders stressed out to the max. I see fifth graders like crying because they can't go to school because it's so stressful. I, and I know times are totally different. I know we live in a different age than when I grew up. But I think a lot of it has to do with what we're teaching and how we're teaching it. And like I said, there's great teachers. I'm not knocking teachers. I also feel like teachers don't get the opportunity to teach how they they could teach to their kids. They're kind of held and they're trying to get through everything and they have so many different obstacles with their kids. And, and I get that because my Spence is one of those obstacles. So I totally understand that part. But they also don't seem like they can do things that are exciting for school that excite the kids to learn. And I know there's charter schools and there's other options out there, especially in Arizona. We have, we're so lucky to have lots of different options, but there's still so many guidelines and there's still so many hurdles you have to take. And maybe some of you are saying, well, you should just homeschool. Well, some of us are not meant to be homeschooled parents, <laughs> believe me, and I am one of those. And I think our kids do need the social interaction. They do need how to be in a class. I've I've taught preschool out of my home for 17 years. I'm on my number 17th year. And I, I promise you, kids need interactions with other kids. They need to learn how to listen to an adult. They need to learn how to follow directions. They, le- they need to learn to simply play nice. Reading and writing and learning their ABCs by age three is not what they need. They've, there's a whole group that has lost this social interaction almost because we're pushing so hard that you have to do this and you have to read and you have to write and you have to be so smart and caught up. And yet they don't know how to interact with kids or teachers or other, other classmates. And it's just one thing that I see lacking in, in lots of different areas. I think I know that there's lots of other environment things going on and how kids are responding and why kids are so much more anxious and anxiety and worried. But but many days, I just wish we could go back to how we used to teach in the 80s or 70s or whatever, where it didn't seem like it was that big of a pressure. And school, school was fun to go to. And and learning was fun 
to be at. I know I'm totally rambling on and and I know some of you who are very involved in the school will say, well, you need to be more involved or maybe if you want to make changes and do something about it. And oh, believe me, I have. I've thought about it many, many times. I just don't know where to go from there. Maybe some of you will totally agree with me because you don't have that A student. You don't have that student that's in three sports. You don't have that student that is in student council or involved in everything. You have the one that just every morning cringes to wake up and go to school, that cringes to, to um, that he is not invited to the popular party on the weekend, that he, that he didn't make the, the basketball team or the baseball team. So I know I'm not the only mom out there that feels kind of like this. Some days I do. Some days I feel like I'm the only mom, but I know I'm not. And, and like I said at the beginning, this post that I read from this lady, I totally agree with all of it. Being involved is the best. Being connected with people is the best. Being part of a team is the best thing for you. Those are all true, but that is not everybody. That does not include every kid in school. And somehow, somehow we have to figure out how to help that and fix that. And I don't know. It's one of those other things that, you know what? I just don't know. I just know that school is one is, is a very stress to me, even to this day. But I thought I'd share. So one of the, enough rambling of that, but also with school going on. Thought I'd share a couple memories of Sam and school. It was before Joe left on his mission, I think. So Jake was already gone, I think, I don't know, sometime around there. And I was out substitute teaching seminary. And I get a picture, and it's Spencer, uh, Sam, and Joe at the movies in the middle of the day. And I thought, why the heck are you at the movies with Spencer, who's supposed to be in school, in the middle of the day, and they were just laughing, like, Mom, guess where we are? And, you know, I, I just shook my head. I was so not happy with them. And yet, who really cares? Who cares? Spence remembers that day. He remembers Sam taking him to the movies. And I know it's easy to say now, years later, and what has happened. But I'm glad they got Spence, and I don't even, I can't remember if he didn't go to school that day or if they got him out of school, something. I'm glad. I'm super glad that they took Spence to the movies that day because that's a memory for Sam. Um, so also, Sam was not our perfect students, but the teachers, I think I've already said this once in one of the podcasts, the teachers called him the, the lovable mess because he was so fun and so funny and so quick-witted, but yet sometimes he just had to be sent out of the room just for a minute just to calm him down before he'd come back in, but the teachers loved him. They also hated him, and they wanted to strangle him a lot, but he was a goofball when he was at school and when he was in good, in a good place. Two quick stories at West when he was in high school. He had an English teacher that was not an English. He was a, a Spanish teacher that was just very different. And she ended up passing away in the middle of the year. But for some reason, she had a red dress in the closet. I I don't know why, if it's a backup thing or whatever, but there was this dress in the teacher's closet in the classroom. And so after she passed away, they had a new sub come in 
a, a long-term sub. And Sam would go and get that red dress and hang, hang, put the hanger over his head and wear that dress throughout the day, throughout the class. And he would just tell him that it made him feel close to his teacher and that he could smell her and he, that it just brought him peace. I mean, he's so weird. But also one day Joe bet him 10 bucks to walk into anatomy with his shirt off. And of course it's 10 bucks and it's Sam. So why would you not? So he walks into anatomy with his shirt off and tells his teacher he lost. And and I really love this anatomy teacher. All my kids had her. She was awesome. He tells his anatomy teacher, Hey, I lost my shirt. And she's like, Sam, go, go put your shirt back on. And he goes, no, I, I don't know where it is. She ends up having a shirt in her drawer, throws it at him. And, and then he's like, just laughing. It's Sam. Nothing. We had story after story of people who were in classes with him because you never knew what he was going to do. But he was also very kind to everybody in the classes. And we had plenty of stories of that also, of how he would treat people in his class. And it didn't matter who you were, didn't matter who you look, what you look like. He said hi to you. He would sit by you if you were alone. And so I loved that that part about Sam, even though that school was not his favorite thing, he was still kind when he was there to kids. Anyways, I I know this is a rambling one. I've had lots and lots of thoughts over the last few weeks as school has started again and thinking of Sam and how he was in school and my other kids and, and Spencer's struggle in school and that we all we all want what's best for our kids and every kid is different. And, you know, I thought life was super easy. Well, I thought, actually, when the older kids were going through school, I thought, oh, man, this is so hard. Oh, there's such trouble there. But they were involved in everything. And that that was them. They loved that. They thrived on being involved with everything. But my other kids are not. And somehow we have to figure out how to help those who are not, who are this this other wonderful group of kids who end up doing a lot of good after school and outside of school. And maybe when they're 22 and they decide to save the world, you know, there's, there's so much after high school to live for. So I'm not even really sure what all my point of this podcast episode is. For those who have kids in high school, you know, just keep supporting them and the things that they do want to do and what they want to do. And maybe it's not your road um, that you would choose, but that they love it and to support them and encourage them to be the best that they can in, in all areas. If high school isn't all that they imagined it to be or can handle, then to support them in their outside activities and to be involved. You know, you've heard me talk about Sam and rugby and in my mind, I thought he needed to play a high school sport, but rugby is a great family and it's a great team sport. And he was working with Down syndrome kids outside of school, after school. He was working at Discount Tire. So he had a lot of good things that he was doing outside of school. And school isn't always everything. I know high school didn't go quite how I wanted it to go. I tried out for student council twice and lost both years in a tie. Both years in a tie. I don't, I don't think that that's ever been done since or before. I didn't make the honor choir. 
I wasn't a cheerleader. I didn't do sports. There was so much that I didn't do in high school. And yet I still enjoyed high school activities, games and things. But it wasn't until after high school that I discovered really who I am, what my talents were, what I could accomplish in school, um, that I could become a nurse, that I could get A's in classes, except English. You know, those, those moms out there whose kids are not that student, you know, it's okay. I wish I would have some more supported my boys a little bit more in the things that they did outside of school. And that's one thing that I've learned to do that a little bit more. School, school is important. Education is important, of course. Social is important, of course. But there's lots of ways to achieve that. And so maybe some of you out there have an idea for some school, some, some special school that and ways that we can help these kids who who school is difficult for them to go to. Maybe just knowing that there's other moms out there that feel that way is a support. I would love to hear from anybody. If you're out there and sitting there going, oh my gosh, yes, that's, that is me. That's my child. I've had those same feelings. Maybe I'm all alone in these thoughts, um, but I would love to know if you have had those same kind of feelings, if you have had your kids struggle with school, what's your feelings about school or how to, how to help, how to make it a little bit better for some of these kids or how to just, for us as parents, be able to make it easier. So as always, thank you for listening and remember to fight hard, love much.